Time, bitches. Only three more weeks till Bazoween. The biological clock is ticking. Be in front of your podcast listening devices for the sexy horrorthon, and remember the big fingering at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your regulation podcast under the stairs crotchless undergarments. The biological clock is ticking. It's almost time to get fingered. podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is bonus episode 192. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. On bonus episode 192 we are doing a special review of a brand new horror title and arguably the biggest horror release of 2019. We're doing a non-spoiler review of It Chapter 2 which came out just over the weekend past So yeah, I'm very much looking forward to getting into this, letting you know what I thought, but with the greatest respect, not spoiling the movie as I'm aware that there are plenty of folk still planning to go and see this one. And to be fair, this one's going to be in the cinema for a long time. This one is going to generate quite a bit of cash, I think. It'll be interesting to see if it generates as much money as chapter one. Um, one of the big things that may be the, the, the decider here is the length of the movie which clocks in just a ball here under three hours in length. But yeah, that review will be coming up after the first break. So let's catch up. Um, I'm in a completely different part 
of uh, where I used to live, um, I've moved house. So if the audio sounds a bit different, get used to it, because this is how I will now sound in my new recording setup. So yeah, a bit more of an echo, maybe a bit more character added to the voice. But we have um, a jam-packed week. Uh, which has already kicked off in much fashion with Monday's 1997 episode as part of the Summer Teapot's Top 10 series of reviews. Obviously, this is your Thursday episode, a little bonus one looking at it. On Saturday, you get the next instalment of our Choose Your Own Horror podcast review adventure. You guys chose The Beast Within, Philip Mora movie, so we will be getting into that one on Saturday and then on Sunday, 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 we're doing a little bit of that Italian collection. Series of reviews looking at disc number 39, Cat in the Motherfucking Brain. Now, I did the motherfucking, but I think you knew that when I read the title out. Not very Italian, is it? But yeah, a little bit of Fulci going crazy. Later day Fulci is always worth checking out just to see how coherent anything is, so I'm very much looking forward to doing that, and that is coming on Sunday. Then on Monday, we are powering through second last episode, penultimate of the Summer Teapot's Top 10 series of reviews, looking at 1998. Another three fantastic guests, another 10 phenomenal movies, and much shenanigans will ensue. But... Before we get too far into the grass here, the long grass, that grass that happens in, you know, Jurassic Park where the soldiers are walking through and picked up one by one, um, that's not Jurassic Park, is it? That's the second one, The Lost World, which has a whole lot of dreamy Jeff Goldblum, but not enough of dreamy Sam Neill, who won't come back to the third one, and we don't speak about that movie. Um, I'm going to give you a very short break just now. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love. You're going to hear a little bit of music, and then you're going to hear the trailer for our feature movie review of this bonus episode 192. It's time to talk It, Chapter 2, non-spoiler, coming up right after this. Hey, feeling down? Feeling low? Not enough podcasts about movies in your life? Why not try... They must be destroyed on sight! The new Podcast Cure-All. Sure to get you right with the world and on a path to better living. We have exploitation. We have Italian horror. We have zombies. We have slashers. We have crime films. We have spaghetti westerns. We even have sci-fi and sex comedies. So take a dose of... They must be destroyed on sight! As needed, and let the hosts... Lee Russell, Daniel Harper... Paul Romali and the odd guest host Cure What Ails Ya. Warning, may cause atrophy, African consumption, black fever, bone shave, chin puff, colic, cramp colic, dropsy of the brain, elephantitis, grocer's itch, jaundice, mania, miasma, mortification, palsy, pox disease, rheumatism, scurvy, St. Anthony's fire, summer complaint, and worm fit in some people. Consult a physician before listening.
your tongue now. Hit me cut, hit me cut, because I'm not from your tongue now. Hit me cut, hit me cut, because I'm not from your tongue now. Hit me cut, hit me cut, because I'm not from your tongue now. Hit me clown! Welcome back. So you've just heard the trailer for our feature movie review. This is It Chapter 2. It was released on the 6th of September, Friday the 6th. I think it came out on the 5th. I was supposed to go and see it on the 5th, but I was moving house and lots of bad shit happened. And we're not going to cover that 
in this show. Um, needless to say, I checked out on Monday, myself and the Banners, and big sexy sex bomb Dave went to see it on Monday, and then I saw it yesterday with my wife. We went back to see it a second time, so it was nice and fresh in my memory. Uh, the movie clocks in at 2 hours and 49 minutes. Oh, that's right. Two hours and 49 minutes. It's directed by Andy Machete, who directed the first instalment, based on the novel by Stephen King and the screenplay adaptation done by Gary Doberman. Um, The cast for this one is a who's who of A-list stars. Um, We have the original uh, kid actors returning back to do their thing uh, with uh, Jane Martell, Wyatt Olaf. Jack Dylan Grazer, Finn Wolfhard, Sophia Lillis, Chosen Jacobs uh, and Jeremy Ray Taylor. Uh, Their adult versions played by Jessica Chastain, James McAvoy, Bill Hader, Isaac Mustafa, Jay Ryan, James Ransom... Ransom? I think I say pronounce that. Andy Bean. And returning as Pennywise the Clown in this instalment, Bill Skarsgård. The synopsis for this one, as listed on IMDb, is 27 years after their first encounter with the terrifying Pennywise, the Losers Club have grown up and moved away until a devastating phone call brings them back. Now, this is a non-spoiler review for uh, Chapter 2. I did cover it chapter one and I want to say it was a non-spoiler review two years ago when that movie came out and at the time I I had a lot of fun with it. It was one of the more entertaining experiences I'd had at the cinema. I thought it was genuinely a great popcorn horror movie, did exactly what it said in the tin Um, and I wasn't as beholden to the the original that I know a lot of people are, so the original TV movie, um, I mean, Tim Curry will always be my Pennywise, if I'm honest. I don't think I'm really seeing anything that is going to upset anyone. But I I thought, personally, Bill Skarsgård did a blinder, you know, changed it, made it his own, made it weirdly creepier in parts. Um, But what I liked about the first chapter was it moved at a whip, moved at a pace, gave me lots to, to kind of get my teeth sunk into it and it was uncharacteristically mean-spirited in a way which made me very happy. So yeah, so there was all that. So Duncan, happy, happy camper. Yay! So you have that going on. Um, it Chapter 2 it was always going to be the interesting one because from the TV movie, I really like the first half of that TV movie with the kids. really don't like the stuff with the adults. Um... And the kind of central reveal isn't great. Um, And I was wondering how they were going to tackle it here. So what they did do was bring a ton, bring a ton of great A-list actors and actresses into the fold for this this particular film. A lot of these seem to be driven by suggestions from listeners and viewers back when the movie came out. You know, if you're recasting for adults... Make this guy in your movie, or put this guy in. And a lot of these names, Jessica Chastain was one of the first names kind of skirted around. But they settled on a really great cast. And in the movie, whilst I'm doing non-spoiler review for this one, I will say that in the movie, there are certain parallels where they show between characters, or even superimpose the kind of kid's face 
um, underneath the adult's face. And the casting is on fucking point. Really, really, really good. They've picked good kind of Hollywood equivalents for them. Now, uh, this is a non-spoiler review. So, as always, I will cover what I liked and what I didn't like. So, let's start with what I liked. There is a ton of stuff to like, me love about it chapter 2. I think the horror scenes in this one are better than the horror scenes in the first instalment, specifically with the way they are pivoted, the way they're executed. Not across the board in every fashion. I think that that first chapter has a couple of scares which are legitimately terrifying. Um, And this movie, there's just a, a greater consistency with the delivery of them. There's also some really fucking dark, really mean-spirited, really uncomfortable social commentary going on here, specifically as pertains to the idea of Derry, this place where bad things will fester and and bubble underneath the surface and people will turn a blind eye or even turn away from it um, and are oblivious to the, the horrors that are actually going on. It's why these kids keep going missing every 27 years. So I think that's done really, really well. Like I say, I think the casting is brilliant. I think Bill Hader is excellent. Jessica Chastain, excellent. James McAvoy, who I was... I, I love McAvoy, but I was kind of con- concerned to an extent. I, I, he's not my Bill, um, but he's fucking great in it as well. So all that worked, you know, just excellently. I really, really enjoyed that. Um, another thing that I really enjoyed, they managed to get the kids back at a time before they had grown up too much. Because kids age horribly in, in film. So the continuity between the two parts, I think felt worked quite well, although I personally felt that the kids sounded like they were overdubbed um, and the screenings, the both screenings that I've seen, they felt over overdubbed and at one part in particular I actually thought it was kind of superimposed CGI um, for one of the kids and I think that might have just been the way the lighting was done rather than anything else but it was still enough to make me go huh? You know, is that real recorded audio or are we playing funny burgers here um, so there was that aspect I think Bill Skarsgård is fucking great in this once again Pennywise is weird he's creepy he's, his brain kind of slides in and out of reality but there is a maliciousness to him in this movie that the idea that he is seeking vengeance after being bested 27 years before which has driven him just a wee bit more mad than what it was um, in the first chapter I think is on display here and he is he's excellent in that capacity I mean I've read the book so it follows quite a lot of the book kind of pivots off a little bit from the book but for the most part it's kind of cool um, the the even made the ending of it which I don't think is necessarily all that great um, they made it passable for me and I enjoyed what I saw on the screen which, like I say, when you consider the first instalment, the first kind of TV movie adaptation, the second half is just something I don't really care about much at all. Um, Pennywise, a lot less comedic and a lot more just sinister in this movie. And, I, I you know, I, I dug that quite a bit. Um, I think... For the most part, once again, the cinematography, the money on the CGI, because it's a huge portion of this movie is CGI'd, 
I actually think CGI is fucking great. Like, really, really, really well done. So clearly they've funneled money correctly to whoever it was that was doing the CGI for them. The score in the movie is incredible. It's whimsical. It actually crosses over and borrows the piano score from the original TV movie, which I thought was a nice touch. Um, so it was nice hearing that come back and weave its way through. It kind of plays with some of the characters, but kind of interim backstories with in a way which I thought was quite interesting without necessarily addressing things it sometimes leaves the audience to make up their mind what is maybe bubbling beneath the surface for certain characters or what their dirty little secrets and I will say no more about that actually are I think if you're paying attention to the movie you don't need it spelled out for you but I know some people have been complaining that they feel that it should and you know each to their own when it comes to that I thought was good um, so yeah, all those elements I thought worked in the film's favour. I think the biggest negative aspect for me is the length of the movie, if I'm honest. I did feel at times we could shave a bit off or extend bits. Um, the actor that plays like the adult Henry uh, Bowers, who's fucking great by the way, um, I don't know if it's because the TV movie has just spoiled me. Uh, I expected more to play out from that. I'll say no more on that aspect, but I felt like at times this movie meandered a bit too long. Now, I will say it isn't detrimental to me. I wasn't like clock watching or anything like that, but this movie feels like a three hour movie. Um, it's because it pretty much is, but it feels its length. And I think that, to me, is an issue with the second chapter of a movie which, you know, that first one doesn't feel its length at all, it moves at a zip, so there's that aspect. I will also say, it was something that my, my wife had actually said, and something I didn't pick up on my first watch, but certainly my second watch, a distinct lack of Pennywise in this one. Um, we spend a lot of time with these characters trying to reconnect and reforge, and I know that's the purpose of the story, but uh, when Pennywise is on the screen, he's fucking vicious. Um, and maybe one or two more Pennywise scenes. Now, rumour has it that this movie was originally four hours long and they've cut quite a bit out and that'll all be making its way, hopefully, on the Blu-ray. And it'll be interesting to see how much of that is actually Pennywise time that's been cut out. But I think that's that's on the kind of negative aspect for me is, you know, could have been used a little more Pennywise, especially with the time that we have to play around with and that, you know, I felt the movie does needlessly feel a bit overlong. Um, and with that, I don't really have any other negative things to say about it. Um, I'm really keen to watch both of them back to back, and I pre-ordered the Blu-ray, so when it arrives I'll be doing that. But I think this movie, oddly, shows a lot more heart in its storytelling than the original one. I think it's probably why Stephen King's been championing it quite a bit on the press tour is that he feels that Andy Machete has, you know, delivered the goods, so to speak. And I think he's right. I think the, the, the movie, the characters as friends and when bad things happen to them, I feel their friendship being strained or pained. I thought they did a really good job of that with the kids side of it. So chapter one, I think they do an equally, if not better job in chapter two. So I think that works to its credit, I want to feel that these characters, when in danger, are threatened in a way that makes me want to care for them or protect them. And I think this movie does that 
very, very well. Like I say, Bill Scar's car for me is the MVP. I think Pennywise is fucking great. Uh, this incarnation of him is horribly dark. Uh, there's a scene, and I can't really go into details, but there's a scene with the luring of a child, a young girl, which when it happens is just fucking horrible uh, and the manipulation and the mind games are, are, are quite you know uncomfortable to see. I love the fact that this movie also plays into references to other King ad- adaptations or adapted works. There's a really good nod to The Shining in this which I thought was kind of funny and did giggle at. So yeah, um, I, I like those aspects as well. Uh, yeah, it's just a really entertaining movie. Um, interestingly, when I saw it the first time, I came out thinking it was a four-star movie. When I saw it today, I came out thinking it was a three-and-a-half-star movie. And having chatted about it on this review, I'm going back up to my four-star. I think this is a four out of five. I really like this movie. Don't love it. But then didn't love the first instalment either, just really liked it. I think it is the epitome of what I really want from a popcorn horror movie, albeit it is a bit long and could have some time shaved out. I think you could easily take out 15 to 20 minutes of this movie and not detrimentally affect the way that the story's told. Um, and, and it would feel a bit tighter, a bit more consistent. And that is all I have to say about that. So yeah, it chapter two gets he four out of five for this guy. I think chapter one just edges it out. But when I consider that TV movie, um, the disparity between that first half and that second half was like was like a fucking sand dune. That's how how big uh, the difference in quality was for me. And this one much tighter, much closer, and a four out of five. So if you've checked out this movie, let me know what you thought of it. The conversation as always continues over in the Flick Chat app. You can download Flick Chat from iOS or Android and join by clicking um, join with code and typing the podcast under the stairs, all one word, all lowercase. Find the chat thread for it and jump in and chat about it, chapter two. Right, I'm going to take a very short break. When I come back, I'm closing out the show and I'm doing it right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. This has been bonus episode 192 with a non-spoiler review of It Chapter 2. Like I say, come across, let me know what you made of that movie. Did you like it? Did you dislike it? And if so, why? Please let me know. There's a multitude of ways to check out podcasts under the stairs. As always, as you come across and check us out on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to the feed, leave us a rating and a review. It's the best way to support us on that platform. Don't stop there though. Check us out at Stitcher Smart Radio, SoundCloud, Google Play, and the TuneIn app, as well as Spotify. You can visit our website by going to tputzcast.com or if you want to buy merch like posters or pins, you can do it by going to our merch page, which is tputzcast.bigcartel.com. You can jump across and check us out on Facebook. We're in two different places if you want to join the group page, interact with other listeners and chat about the show and movies. You can do it by going to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash tputzcast. Alternatively, if you only want to check out the shows as and when they drop, occasionally check out a live stream or a Thursday Thursday, you can do it by going to the Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash tputzcast. You can interact with myself and the Baz on the twin prongs of social media sexiness, Instagram and Twitter, both can be followed at 
Teapots cast and check us out on the aforementioned Flick Chat app. We have about a hundred followers over there. The conversation is always continuing on with loads of different topics being posted all the time but specifically on the back of these reviews I post a message board thread over there you can jump across into that let me know if you agree with my grading and my review and if not why not um, and if you do why do you agree with it it's always great to continue our conversation over on that app it's flick chat it's free it's for podcasters and listeners alike and you can listen to the show on that app while you're at it so see win 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 Right, the podcast Under the Stairs will return for your listening pleasure this Saturday when we look at The Beast Within as part of your Choose Your Own Horror Podcast Review Adventure Series. That's right, we're continuing the party going with a Arrow video title which I've never seen before. And then closing out the week on Sunday when we drop our Cat in the Brain episode as part of the 88 Films Italian Collection Series, disc number 39. But until then, wherever you are, whatever the time zone is and whatever you're up to in this big, bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan Cleese broadcasting live from Under the Stairs and I am signing off. Lester paints a space disguise the jester John the local most large chapter spawning evil ever after he picks his prey up at the bar gets him drunk in the car drives him home and down the stairs strips him to his underwears you're gonna put it in Victims guys inspire, serial killer pedophile Look into those empty eyes, you know it's your time to die He cuts you up in little bits, cuts you up in little bits Goes pop pop on your head again, spills your blood, now he's soaked in sin Oh God, you're gonna burn in hell